Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. If you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, exercise, medications, and surgery. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and and consult consult your doctors. doctors. Guys, we all need our vitamins after surgery, regardless of what you think. Yes. It's a must. Yes. So why not choose the easiest and the best tasting in the community? Seriously. It's pro care guys. Pro care is so delicious. I use their chewable for over a year. That's how I know. Yes. And I love their capsules. Yes. Love them. They're once a day. I take them at night. Yes. The calcium chews. mm, They have mocktail ones. So go over to ProCareNow.com and use our code OSLP to save some money. Guys, how do you get better prepared for your weight loss journey? Duh, by getting all the guesswork out of your portion control. And Uba does that for you. They make portion control products like plates, bowls, portion containers, and even flatware. And they're porcelain, which means that they are oven, dishwasher, and microwave safe. No plastic. Yeah. So go get your Uba containers now. My goodness. So you can either go to our link in our bio or you can just go over to their website. It is ubahome.co and that is ubahome.co and use OSLP for a discount. Are you feeling lost, alone, maybe a little unsupported in your bariatric journey? Well, if you are, we have a great resource for you. It's called the tribe membership and they have support groups every single day with experts in their field who also had bariatric surgery. Comes with journal prompts, workouts and recipes, you name it. They got it. You'll never feel alone again once you join the tribe. Now go over to thesleevedietitian.com and use code OSLP at checkout. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Maha. We have an award show coming up. <laughs> do we? No, we do. fucking way. We do. And it's in Washington, D.C. Yes, it is. And nominations are over. They are over. Results are in. Well, eventually you're going to know about it. Yes. <laughs> They are there. They are in. They are in in our possession. Yes. So we're going to go through those. Yes. And we're excited because it's the top five this year. Yes. And we had so many people want to present this year. I know. It was overwhelming how many. We're excited. So many. And we don't want to have to tell anybody no, but we only have 26 categories. We only have 26 (laughs) categories. I mean, which is a lot. There's a lot, lot. But you guys want to go over and get your tickets because that is going to be on September 30th. At the Howard Theater. Howard Theater. It's jbyawards.com. Yep. You go there. You can book your hotel. You can book the actual place for the tickets. And... Yeah, I know. I said that very weird. Go get your tickets, people. Just go get your tickets. It says tickets now. <laughs> Just go get your tickets. So she doesn't have to talk anymore about that. I know. I know. Um, it's going to be a whole weekend of events. We have I more do. events coming out very soon. Yes. Yeah, so we want to thank the sponsors. Yeah. ProCare, number one. Yep. Our That's top right. sponsor, once again, because you know we love ProCare. That's right. And we also have a renewal of Jamie, the sleeve dietitian. Yeah, of course she's got to be it. Uh, yeah. And we have Nolani with Own Bariatrics. So, yes. And oh, SABP. BP. Look at that. We have All of renewals. them are return sponsors, which we are so excited to have them back on for 
the second one. That's right. Year two. Year two, We're leveling up, guys. Leveling up. And believe me, when we say we are leveling up, we are leveling up. Everything is leveled up. So we have a night of an award show. Yes. And then after the award show, the Howard Theater, their staff is actually going to come in, clear out all the chairs. Yep. And then it becomes our event hall for the after party. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a DJ and a dance floor. Yeah, yeah. And we are going to have... Food. Food. Food, people. Yes. We're going to actually have food. And <laughs> uh, it is going to be catered, fully catered. Of and course. then we are going to have lots of other fun stuff coming on, coming up during the event. Yeah. So, so stay tuned for that. Yes. And if you want the updates, you just have to go to OurSleepLifePodcast.com. Sign up for our newsletter because you get updates on us personally. Yes. And on all the stuff that's coming forward with JBY. Correct. Plus... You get a free ebook. You get a free ebook. Yeah. And if you are a Patreon member, patrons, listen up right now. You actually get a code going to the JBY. You get a discount because you're fucking awesome and yeah. you help support your girls. So and if you are new, that is me. That has been a uh, message to you on Patreon. Mm -hmm. So if you are an old patron of ours, which we we love you guys, uh, just message us personally. We will send that on over. That's right. And if you want to become a Patreon, you a Patreon. If you want to come a Patron, patron or Benchy, that is at patreon.com forward slash OSLP and pick that tier $7 or higher and you get mm -hmm. to hang out with us all day in the Benchies. Yes. Like and if you a tag bunch us of other and people. shit, we will respond. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, also, you need to go to YouTube. It yeah. is the free way to support us. If you are unable to support us monetarily, then you can go over to YouTube is and monetarily 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 i say monetarily it's but it's pronounced monetarily mm. if i have to say my words correctly Does it? <laughs> um it is preloaded on your phone guys uh click subscribe and the little bell so you're notified when future videos drop like this one that's right and if you guys are on youtube then you guys would know that we actually have someone we're going to be interviewing today it's just going to be a little different than what you're used to who are we interviewing me. <laughs> we, Mel is going to interview me. I am because yes. I need to understand all things Manjaro. 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 Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't take any of the injectables. No, the I'm GLP I have I haven't had a fentramine in a very long time. So now I get to actually figure out all the things with Kel with Manjaro. Well, we were talking about it and I was like, you know what? You should interview me because I talk about it with the professionals that we have on. Mm -hmm. But I don't think Mel has I like she'll once in a while ask questions. But let's do a tell all. A tell all with Kel. Ooh. I like that. That rhymed. I know. Um, so the, the thing about doing it today mm -hmm. is that I weighed myself over the weekend and I'm at 166.9. I don't know what it is about the point nine, but. Like half of my weights are like 0.9. I don't I don't get it. It's a weird thing. But that means I'm very, very, very close to being uh maintenance. Maintenance mode on Manjaro. I mean it it didn't take long. No, it did not take long. And so I was like, well, since I'm so close, yeah, let's talk about like what I've been through, mm -hmm. any questions you have, and then also what is my plan for maintenance? So first question for me is, and I'm going to silence my yeah. phone. I'm going to put. That's actually, actually interesting. I like it. My phone never goes off, but it is now. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to put my computer on. Do not, do disturb. not disturb. Because we will have things popping through and you will hear a little ding and I hate it. So, okay. So first question to Kel is where did you even hear of GLP ones? Like how'd this even come about? So this was in Disney world. Okay. Okay. We were in line, me and Jamie Okay, were in line. It's funny because I can I, like envision the whole conversation. Oh, wow. Like I can clearly see it. We were in line for the avatar ride. Okay. For Wait, the, the Navi River one. What time frame are we in? Where are we at? Like the first Disney trip I went to. September? September. Okay. Yes. 2022. 2022. September. And we were talking about, you know, all the things because that's what me and Jamie do. We have ping pong conversations. And she goes, okay, so I'm going to just tell you all of this because I feel like it would really benefit you. Because we were kind of talking about how I'm not comfortable in my own skin right now. Mm -hmm. I'm continuing to to gain weight. We had been working together for a few months at that point. Um, Also therapy. I was in therapy also. Yep. And you're in your regain process. Yeah. You forgot your tea also. It's empty. Oh, okay. I got my water. Karen's beeping at you. Yeah, she's flashing. She's flashing the lights. Flash those lights. Okay. Okay. So we were in line of the Navi River. And it had a little bit of a wait. Yeah. So we were just going along, bopping along. And she goes, I really feel like this, this medication would help you. Yeah. And I'm on it. And these are the things that I've experienced. Okay. You know, it's cut down on her unnecessary eating. It's, you know, she was telling me, you know, it shuts off that part of the brain that's like food, food, food all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, okay. So she kind of mentioned it. So it was in my brain. Yeah. Then, you know, obviously Disney happened. So I didn't really think about it again until we talked again on our scheduled call. Right. And then... So, yeah. So that's where I first heard about it. So Jamie was the culprit. Jamie was the culprit for this crazy adventure that I've been on the last like six and a half months. All right. And then so so now you know about it. Okay. Now you're playing around with it in your head. It's there. It's It's present. It's there. Mm -hmm. So when were you finally like enough is enough? I'm taking this shit. So seeing Jamie at the award show. Okay. Because I remember walking into her hotel room. And you were like, you look like you've lost so much weight. And mm-hmm. she was saying how she had, she had lost quite a bit. Yeah. And I it then it planted it in my head again. OK. And then the award show happened. Obviously, it was amazing and great. But again, you didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel comfortable in my own mm-hmm. skin. I didn't feel like. I felt like none of my dresses really fit me the way I wanted them to fit me. I was starting to have that. Um, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, yeah, I look great. I look great. And then you see pictures and then you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. OK. Yeah. So and that's what had happened before I had surgery. OK. So it was implanted in my head several times, a couple times. It was present. Then I saw the pictures from the award show. Wasn't happy with how I looked. How did it make you feel? 
it just felt like I was like failing myself. Okay. Like not so much like anybody else at that point, because I was working with therapy and Jamie and like trying to come, come up with a plan. But it was like, I was failing myself because I put all of me into getting surgery. Yeah. Obviously we have a podcast about it. <laughs> um, but I just felt like I wasn't doing what I needed to do, which I will talk about after I took the medication and how that changed. But um, after the award show really planted it in my head of like, no, I, I got to do something about this. Yeah. And I had an appointment with uh, Dr. Thompson okay. and I asked her about it and she wanted to put me back on Fetamine, which I did not like the mm-hmm. first time I took it. But she said, hey, I would really like you to just like try it. Yeah. She does not prescribe injectables. injectables. And yep. she told me that. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just sign up for sequence. Yeah. Because that's how Jamie got hers. And I was like, you know, I went to my doctor. She doesn't prescribe injectables. So what's the next course of my action? What do I do? Yeah. So I signed up for sequence and it said to download the coupon from Manjaro. Okay. And I did both. And then I picked up my prescription And I took the first dose, I think it was a week or two after the award show. Mm -hmm. It was a week before we left for Mexico because I took my second dose right before we left. And I had lost like, I think, five pounds. Nice. On when, by the time we left for Mexico, me Mm -hmm. and Zach. So, yeah. So you took your first shot. How did it feel weird to do that? So, okay. So I get, I get poked Every single month for my infusions. Okay. So really it wasn't that big of a deal. Plus it's such a tiny needle, barely even felt it. Like it's there, you know, that you're like injecting yourself, but it's not like, it's not like uncomfortable or anything to me. Like it's familiar because I, I, you have to do this shit. So I took the first dose and I felt nothing. For the first like couple of hours. Then it was like six hours in and I didn't want anything. Oh. And the food circus that was going on in my head wasn't there anymore. Okay. And so I was like, okay, (laughs) is this like a placebo thing? Right. You know? And so I text Jamie and I was like, hey, like, is it weird that it's like I'm already feeling the effects of it? And she said, no, she felt it. She took it, I think, that night, at night, and then by the next morning, she... She felt the yeah. effects yeah. already. Yeah. Well, that's how you know it's a powerful drug, in which we know that it is. It is. 100%. It is. And it's been proven. And you have to think about it, too. You're taking it once a week, mm-hmm. so it has to last a week. It has exactly. to slowly come out Correct. for the whole week or however it, the thing works. Yes. So you inject <laughs> yourself. Right. And then typically, I feel the effects very strongly for two days after. Okay. Like very, very strongly. Don't want to eat. Don't want to like nothing sounds good mm-hmm. essentially, except for when you're hungry and then you prioritize what you need to have. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like I can go into a restaurant and know. So like we'll say breakfast. I know I need to have protein. So I order two eggs, two sausage. Right. I'm not prioritizing anything else above yeah, that. Because you're a pancake girl. I'm a pancake girl. She I like my pancakes. Loves her pancakes. And normally she would eat the pancakes. I would before. prioritize the pancake over that. Yeah. 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 But For those that know you closely, that is very accurate. It is very <laughs> accurate. I like to prioritize the things that are not good for me mm-hmm. over the protein. 
over the things that are good for her. Correct. Yeah. And even gone in Mexico, mm -hmm. like I was drinking, I was having a good time, but I was always prioritizing. It was very easy for me to order ceviche. Okay. And not have one chip. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So it's like, I didn't even want the chips. Uh -uh. I just wanted the ceviche in a bowl. Okay. And like, normally I would be like chipping it up. Right. But no, it was, it was very easy for me to be like, nope, I need to eat, you know, protein. Well, that's a hell of a twist. Yeah. Because that's the part that a lot of us are like, why can't I just lean towards the meats mm -hmm. and the veggies and the cheeses before I want to go carbs to the carbs carb it up yeah yeah and that's what was so weird about it because i was like i've always been a carb or a sugar or a sweets like mm -hmm. i always go towards those items right and then when like here's a story for you okay chloe zach's daughter made monkey bread okay okay so they are not like a fiend for food in that house I know. it's really weird. So weird it's really strange you, you know what it's because they don't have food sca scarcity they do not there's no such thing as food scarcity in that house no they've never lived like us yeah like that's true there's been times when there's no food in the house and you're like trying to figure out like i made toward like a literally a tortilla shell into chips yeah like that's what i was like oh i can make something out of this right like, exactly like you're yeah. like okay what can i put together because there's no money in the bank account mm -hmm. yeah then they I mean, don't. My mom fed five four. people yeah. on four hundred dollars a month. Period. Yeah, like that was food stamps. That was extra money. That was everything. Like she ran a whole house on four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, you can do it. At least you could back then. But there's scarcity but involved. There is a food scarcity involved, there and there's people like Zach's kids, which is great that they but don't I'm know glad that, that they like. don't know that. But that's also a thing. I think that mm -hmm. has to play in the fact that like you, they could have the nutty butters out and they can have mm -hmm. this shit out and it doesn't phase. It them. doesn't phase them. Like it'll sit there for days. Yeah. Like they'll buy cookies, like crumble cookies. They just sit there. I can't. No, I'm, I'm like cookie no. monster. Uh, I like, mean, Whoa. yeah. Like I will <laughs> eat all of it like yeah. with no problem. So she made these this monkey bread, okay? okay? Every time I walked by it, every single time I took at least two or three bites. And this is like during a day where we're like, I'm constantly going back and right, forth, okay? Right. So like Zach's kitchen, if you're on video, you can see this. Um, if you're not on video, um, go over to YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so Zach's kitchen's like over here. It's got like a big island down the center. Mm -hmm. She had the monkey bread on the stove. Okay. Next to the kitchen, kitchen's here is the door to go to the laundry. Yes. So if I'm spending all day doing laundry and picking stuff up, I'm constantly walking by this monkey bread. Yes, you are. And every time I walk by, I take like, two or three bites until it's basically gone. <gasps> Yoink. Yeah. Yeah. Basically gone. And when you realize that it's all you, mm -hmm. that's a very hard, that's a very hard thing to think about. Oh, 1,000. I've been that there. Was a, that was around the time that I decided to get on Manjaro also. You're like, fuck it. I can't. I'm noticing that I'm eating two or three nutty bars a, a day in secret. Every time there's something sweet or savory or like yummy licious on the on the counter, I'm eating all of it. Yeah, it's going in your belly. Yeah. Yeah. And so it it's very, very interesting to me that I could go from that to I have not had a nutty bar since my first dose nice so in six and a half months going from eating two to three a day in secret 
to now I can open up the fridge and see them grab my fair life for my coffee and shut the door and not feel like yeah deprived from that right so or you don't have that like crazy urge yeah i'm not like going back into the room drinking my coffee and being like i should have eaten that nutty bar mm-hmm. you know yeah. like that that thought process Doesn't isn't mean- there like once i close that door it's like closing the door that's awesome it shuts that connection off yeah because i wish i had that part of it but i've noticed because I'm having the protein shakes every day now, yes. at least one, mm-hmm. that does not happen as much. As much. Yeah. It's only if it's in the house and I can see it. It's a in a, out of sight, out of mind situation. See, and I'm not like that. Yeah, if it's not here, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I won't try to go get some, won't do the things. But oh, I'm like a full on tracker. <laughs> like I know exactly how many bites are left, where it is. I know like it ju- like I know mm-hmm. where it is. If it's in the house, I will fucking find that shit. I'm sure. And I will eat it in secret. In secret. And yep. that's and that's probably why like this has been such a success for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz you don't have to No. No. And it was it was pretty like common for me to like eat even built bars in secret mm-hmm. because I felt like I shouldn't be. Really? Because I would get up in the middle of the night. Oh, it's the night Go eating. find my built bar, nutty bar, whatever I could kind of like stock up in my robe pocket. Yeah. And then just like sneak back to the room. And now it's like if I have some butter toffee cashews in the middle of the night, I'm not eating the whole bag. Yeah, I was going to say, because now that you live on your own mm-hmm. while you're on Manjaro, are you finding yourself night eating at all? Yeah, I still night eat, but it's more like controlled. Like okay. when I'm done, I'm done. Okay. And it's not a bun- It's not nutty it, bars. It's not it? nutty bars. It's not like I've literally had. So Katie uh, gave us that cute little like bridal oh. shower bag thing or her friends did. And there was chocolate in it. Right. Right. I it's still in there. Prepping and measuring your food post-op is a beast all in itself. Portion Perfection has actually made it super, super simple. They have bowls, plates, and even a lunch bag called the Kitten Carry, where you can have all of the system ready to go. Especially when you're on a road trip, that thing is a lifesaver. Yes. If you want to get these things to help your journey, just go over to portionperfection.com and use our code 15OSLPOD. And again, that's 15OSLPOD. Pod. And you can also go over to our Amazon storefront to pick out any of those that you would like to use. We found a company that was founded by a bariatric surgeon for his patients. He is just trying to make their lives easier. And so they have created a whole array of snacks and dinners and just all the foods you could possibly want that have protein in them and are delicious. Yeah. And They're so freaking good that we took them on tour with us because we tried them on a live. So you guys can always go back and watch that. Mm -hmm. And we liked every single bar. We were shocked. We don't want you guys to miss out. So go over to BerryLife.com, use OSLP and get your discount. While we were in Florida, we got to visit one of our favorite bariatric surgeons, Dr. Donald Fridley at Surgical Associates of Bayonet Point. They tailor make all their plans to the unique needs of each patient. They have this cool thing there. 
It's an in-body scanner and you get to do it pre-op and post-op. So that way you can see all the differences and all the changes that happen. And he's also one of the surgeons that does his surgery with robotics. And we got to play with that. We did. So we were so so excited and we want you to have such a special care that they give. So go over to sabpweightloss.com right now or give their office a call at 727-819-9107. That's right. So and tell them that the OSLP girls sent you and they're going to take great care of you. Oh, I ate those that night. (laughs) But that's what I'm talking about. Like, so you ate your chocolate that night because you knew it was there, right? Yep. I forget that it's there. Oh, I, yeah. The forgetting part. So that's the mental part Mm -hmm. that helps with Manjaro. Yeah. Okay. For sure. It breaks that connection that you've had with food your entire life. Hmm. Well, guys, did you hear that? Your entire life, the relationship. I have literally had that type of relationship with food my entire life. Okay. Like, so now the relationship is broken. It sounds like. Yes. Yes. And so then what do you do? Like, what are you doing to make sure that you do get food and water? Because it sounds like you don't feel like you need to eat, especially the two days after it's I'm not going to lie. It's hard. Yeah, it's really hard because it's like food just doesn't sound appealing. Okay, And so it's easy when you just make food and I just eat it. Yeah. Or Zach just makes dinner and it's there and I know that I have to eat it. Mm -hmm. But The harder part is now that I am living alone, I don't have that same. No one's talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Except for you when you yell at me to eat. I'm like, fucking eat. But I have gotten into a routine that if I am home by myself, I will make some chicken nuggets or the Just Bear chicken chicken chunks. I hate that they call them chunks. But um, or like the other last weekend or last week, we had a girls night and I made a full like taco salad, like that was really nice to have. So I'm getting closer to like, I think I I almost depended on Zach making food mm-hmm. to keep me on the path. Mm. And now I'm having to completely change it up and stay on the path by myself. Well, what I'm hearing is that you actually have to be self-efficient. Self-sufficient when it comes to food. food. Yeah. So I would say my biggest tip for people that are going on this medication, number one, set timers. Yes. So needed. And to keep high protein foods around you, that's easy. Yeah. So because there's so many times that I'm like, I'm just not hungry, but it's like, okay, I'll go eat a cheese stick. Something. Yeah. Or I'll make some chicken. It'll take me five minutes to throw chicken in there and get it started. And then I can have that. Mm -hmm. So I would say like keep things on hand. So it's kind of like pre-op or newly post-op. Okay. You keep high protein foods on hand. Mm -hmm. You set your timers Make sure you get your water. The water, I'm good. Karen yells at me all day long and I drink tea all day long. She listens to it. I literally listen to Karen. She has been a lifeline since we received them. And so I'm good on water. Hydrate's amazing. Yes. Hydrate sparks. Definitely worth the money. Um, Go get it. It's um, OSLP is your discount. Yes. Yes. So I, but I highly recommend those things because it is very, very difficult Especially as you ramp up your your amount. Yeah. Can you explain one, like what you had to do on sequence and then two, what are the doses? Yes. So when I signed up for sequence, they will ask you, they will have a little quiz. 
And because you actually have to have a higher BMI, like you don't have high, like, you know, weight loss surgery high for some people, but you definitely have to be more overweight. Yeah. You have to be in the range. Yes. Yeah. And so you, um, tell them that you tell them you, so you say your height, your weight, do you have any comorbidities, which I do because I have autoimmune diseases. And then they ask you all of these quiz type questions. Like, have you been on diets before? What diets have you tried? All of that information. So that's all when you sign up, then you do their plan. I pay a hundred dollars or $99 a month. Okay. The first month was I think 50% off. And then after that, it was the same. Um, they connect you with a provider that is licensed in your state. Perfect. And then you are also given a, um, kind of a contact person. Mm -hmm. So kind of like a nurse. Okay. How you have like somebody in your doctor's office that you can message about any problems. So that's all you can either do a video chat or through text. Nice. And it's all on there. So it's all virtual. It's It's all all virtual. You don't have to go anywhere, guys. Yeah. Which made it super easy because, you know, I mean, we're fucking busy. Yeah. We're fucking busy all the time. And so it's really hard to set an appointment and like sit in front of a computer that is not more work related. Yeah. And so I got connected with those two people. Um, They asked me if I wanted a certain medication, a certain GLP one over another one. And I said Monjaro just because that's the one that I kept seeing. Mm -hmm. And Jamie had a good response to it. So I was like, well, we, why don't we start there? Yeah. And it was one of the options. Yes. And I love that they give you an option to like say which one you want. Do you remember what your options were? So it's uh, Manjaro, Wagovi, Ozempic. I think those were the three that I was offered. Yeah. And so I chose Manjaro, obviously. Um, So after you choose, then they send it in a prescription into your pharmacy. Okay. Which is all done virtual again. Yeah. And then um, they say, like, keep a log of your weight, which you can do on their website, and then also side effects. Okay. So it's it, it's such a simple process. I thought it was going to be a lot harder. I made it a lot harder. In we my always head. do. Yes. That's standard. Yes. And then the other thing is, is so you start at a very low dose. Mm-hmm. So you start at 2.5. Okay. And then they usually keep you there for a few months. And then you will, then they'll, like, they Always ask, like, how do you feel on it? Okay. Which is something I like. Like, are you doing well on it? Do you feel like you've stalled? Do you like all these different things? And then depending on what they their thought is. And I always go by what they think. Like, I never I mean, they're choose the to. Yeah, I don't. Because they ask you, do you want to move up or do you want to stay where you're at? Right. Which is another. I like and that it's kind of my choice. Is that for the month or is that yeah, for the Yeah, for week? the month. Okay. Yeah. So you pick up your prescription once a month if you can find it. Because that's a whole nother thing. Well, you got yours pretty regularly, except for just recently. Recently, it's been harder to find. Yeah. And then obviously, while we're traveling, that's going to be. Yeah. Traveling. That was a whole other. Not the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. No. So and we'll tell them what what is it like traveling? So you have to keep your injections cold. Okay. So that's a problem that if you are on like a road trip, you have to make sure you have ice to mm-hmm. keep it cold. Um, you'd keep it in your fridge. That's where I keep it. Right. Um, and so when I pick it up once a month, I usually just throw it into my fridge and then, you know, leave it there for the, but when we're traveling, it makes it harder. Yeah. And this last trip was really hard because I had already gone a week without it yep. because nobody had it in stock. Mm-hmm. And then 
I we traveled and I still didn't have it. So I went two weeks without it. Correct. So but I did notice the food circus was starting back up. I was going to say, what were the side effects that you noticed that came back? Well, the whole time we traveled Mm -hmm. on tour where I had it. Did you ever see me say I want to order a a sweet thing? No, you did not. And this last trip. You did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So sweets come back and play for you. 100% they do. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. Because it was stressful on the tour and every trip's a little stressful. Yeah. So typically like there is a night where we'll get dessert stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like But me. you did not. Yeah. 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 So when you have it, you don't even ask for it. But when you don't have mm-hmm. it, that's when you ask for it. Yep. Because so the circus comes and back. And this was the longest I had gone since starting it yeah so that was different also yeah because i could feel like my head not being as clear Mm -hmm. because that's something else is that i get more done because i'm not constantly thinking about what food i can eat right or if i should or shouldn't eat or if there's sweets or can i eat this and nobody will notice like all of those thoughts kind of jumble up in your head yeah and so it's really hard to get shit done well, that's understandable because mm-hmm. like that's the one thing I noticed when just with surgery mm-hmm. was the fact of like, oh, I'm not constantly mm-hmm. thinking about food anymore. Yeah. Like I had like way more brain space. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting just to hear it's like the same. It's like starting that part all over again. It is. It really is. So. I would definitely say that I feel a lot of moments from this are reminding me of why I got surgery. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. It was kind of like a refresher for me. Okay. Like I am back in newly post-op. What do I need to do to make make sure that I am successful at this? So when you when they prescribed it to you, was mm-hmm. there anything that they're like, hey, these are the things that you have to do while you're on Manjaro? They definitely want you to stay up on your water because okay. this is the other thing is that Manjaro can make your mouth super dry. Dry mouth. Yeah. So I have now started carrying Karen everywhere. Like I carried her everywhere, but this is like everywhere yeah. I carry Karen. I don't see you without her. No. And if I do, I'm like fucking lost without it because I'll my mouth will start to get dry and then I don't have her. Yeah. If dry mouth sucks. I smoke mm. weed. I get dry mouth all day long. I fucking hate it. And it does definitely drives me nuts. Yes. And yes. You can drink. You can have. That's why I have Tic Tacs on me. And I also have gum. Driver. Do you have a Tic Tac? Oh, my God. We should got to tell you guys a story. So <laughs> where were we for San the Diego. first one? OK, so we're in San Diego. It was me. It was me, Zach and Kel. And we're in an Uber. And, and Mercedes. And uh, what? And Mercedes. Was Mercedes in the car with yeah. us? Oh, Mercedes in the car with us. And I went to get my Tic Tacs out and I asked everybody in the car if they wanted one. And even the driver I was like, driver, would you like a Tic Tac? So now every time we're in a Uber, <laughs> we say it at least once. At least once. If I bring them out, I always ask now. Yeah. Driver, would you like a Tic Tac? Yes. And not one has said yes yet. Yeah, well, I mean, they could think that you're trying to like drug them. Yeah. Probably. I yeah. will not dose you. I know that you're not going to watch this. Whoever's our next driver. I mean, you never know. They but if could. you are an Uber driver and. And it's Mel from Our Sleep Life Podcast is offering you Tic Tac. It's a real Tic Tac. It's a real Tic Tac. It's not drugs. I will not dose anybody. I think I think that's awful. You should never dose someone without them knowing about it. That Good is to know not that's your okay. Line. There is a fucking line. <laughs> that is huge that's on that your line. Because <laughs> there's a couple things with partnering with people. It's like, one, I'm not going to cut you off, but I will take your keys. And two, I, I will not dose anybody. You better not fucking dose me. Like, that is not cool. Okay. Everybody should know what's going into their body at all times. I think that is fair. 
That's like that's why we have the shit on the side of the fucking food wrappers. Even the some of them we can't even pronounce, but at least they're there. Yep. Like we're told. They are. So we're don't told. dose people. This is your PSA. <laughs> people, don't uh. do it. Don't do it. So uh, to answer your original question, question, they did kind of go over possible side effects, yes. which were dry mouth, headache. You could have some stomach upset from if you're eating like higher fat, fatty foods. OK, um, which I haven't really experienced. Um, I don't know if anybody's out there that's on Manjaro and you've experienced Message us because so I'm it, I'm interested to know so nausea or just yeah like pains. nausea diarrhea that kind of thing like okay. yeah if you're like running to the bathroom because running yeah so yeah you don't um, want that you yeah. don't want that yeah no no I was really hoping that was not going to be yeah. a side effect you for actually me. were answering things that you have to do so you said one was water yes water because of the dry mouth stay up on your protein. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel but like the protein's s- actually very, very important. I don't want Cal just to slide off of the protein no, bar. No, protein is very important because be- you're you can lose lean muscle mass. Yes, and that's why you need to have your protein. Just like the again, the beginning of surgery. That's what, yeah, and that's what I was gonna say mm-hmm. is a lot of the same rules apply for taking Manjaro as they st- they do for your normal bariatric life. Yeah. So water, protein, vitamins, those things, things are going to be your top three. Um, sleep is always going to be an, be a big thing. Yeah. And then also mental health because yeah. you're going through a different journey. Some people are kind of mean about us being on Manjaro or GLP one medications. There is stress involved because you don't know if you're going to get your, prescription there's stress of is my insurance going to cover it are they not going to cover it so there's a whole host of things that you're dealing with so you have to make sure that you just focus stay focused stay focused do what you have to do use your tool use your tool and apparently because the demand is so high your tool Mm -hmm. might not be in and you're just gonna have to roll with the punches yep and just trust yourself i think those times when that's happening because it's going to happen mm-hmm. um, is a learning because I know you're learning how to trust yourself. Like that's a big deal. It's a big, big because deal. We got to be able to learn how to trust ourselves because we're literally with ourselves every day. Well, for the rest of our lives, for the rest of our lives. And here's my not trusting myself. Um, that came from me being in a horrible marriage for 15 years. Well, being with somebody for 15 years and then also all of the weight I gained before surgery, mm-hmm. like I feel like I set myself up to not trust myself. Right. right. And so you're self sabotaging. I was self sabotaging myself, but I didn't realize it until obviously I started therapy. Mm-hmm. And now I'm trying to be able to trust myself. And I think the last two weeks showed me a lot when I wasn't on my Manjaro. Yeah. Because I did trust myself. Like I did understand I needed to eat. And like even at dinner, when we went to our fancy dinner, at that uh, Redfish Grill. Oh, yes. Like me and Mel split dinner. We did. And I trusted myself that I could eat what I wanted to eat and still be content. Yeah. And so there's certain times where I feel like it has taught me a lot. Good. About that I can trust myself when I go to a restaurant. I'm not just going to go buck wild and eat everything off the menu. No. Like, Because your mental state is in a different place than it used to be. 100%. And you've learned behaviors that you didn't Mm -hmm. have before. And you're hyper aware. 
I am really like, m- way more you aware. You are hyper, hyper yeah. right now. I feel like I did not have that before. Yeah. I was just trying to like get to the smallest weight I could possibly be at. Mm-hmm. And I was still, I was trying to find that happy, but my happy was not with who I was with and the, the life I was living. Right. So how could I be happy if I wasn't happy in my life? And so now I'm like yeah. moving to make choices just for me. Right. And part of that is, you know, I moved out. I'm trying to be more self-sufficient. I'm trying to be on top of the things that I need to get done on a daily basis. And that includes making sure I get my water, eating protein, do taking my vitamins, right. doing all those things. And so I think I'm as I've built this journey and I've made these changes, I'm reinforcing the, the trust in myself good that good. I do know what I'm doing because you do I watch I do. you all the time you I know do. what to do it's you doing it because I don't like to do things that are good for me I know this We're, is a whole other thing I'm talking about with my therapist yeah. guys it's a whole nother thing yeah because she has to because like we've talked about it because I've seen her on Manjaro and is she yes way more focused fuck yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like I focus hardcore like she hardcore focus she yeah. gets done like it's amazing. But what my my biggest scarcity for her is the fact of like the protein's not there and it's just the water. Mm-hmm. So it's like and you've lost weight rapidly. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, OK, we're losing. Now I know because, guys, the, the next episode after this one is with yeah. someone from, from sequence. sequence. Yeah. And we learned it's literally just like after bariatrics that you're going to lose lean muscle mass mm-hmm. and your loose skin is going to be more. And you need the protein to help with your hair, skin, nails. Mm-hmm. And like it's a whole gambit of things. Yes. Um, And just overall health. And so it's like fuck man how do we get you because you don't feel it you don't feel the urge I don't to feel eat. the urge to eat until I'm hungry right and, and that could be all day yeah and if someone's not around you like yes. yes it's not our job to make sure she eats but also like we're gonna eat like I'm hungry <laughs> so like food yeah. will be mentioned around you of like of having it so you yeah. you're the reminders there but when you're alone you could go all day yeah but you know what's funny is I'm more apt to eat when I'm by myself interesting because like even when I'm working by myself, like I'll get up and make a sandwich huh? or I'll get like. So I feel like it's OK. I feel like okay, it's girl, almost what, the fuck my, is it? what my almost what my response is, is that I want it to be my choice. I but think isn't it always your choice? It's not. Why? Because I feel like sometimes when people are like, you need to eat, it's like. Fuck you. I don't need to do anything you tell me to do. But then if I'm by myself, I internally I'm like, oh, I should probably eat something. So it's kind of like, okay, so it's kind of like I've been in this bubble. You're like a teenager that's fighting against mom. Yes, because I was with my ex-husband for 15 years, 15 years. I was told what I could do when I could do it and how I could do it. Mm -hmm. And so then I got out of that relationship and I got with Zach and he just took care of the food. I didn't. Yeah, he's, I he's he cook. literally just took care of it. And all of those problems that I was having right after I got divorced kind of disappeared. So now that I'm on my own, it's almost like, no, I want to do it by myself. Yeah. I don't need you to do A, B and C. Like I literally had photos sitting on the ground waiting for Zach to come over to put them up. And then I realized I can put them up myself. Yeah. Like I literally have all the tools now, thanks to my other best friend, Cole. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like I can literally do this by myself. Why am I waiting for a man to come in and put 
two photos, three photos up. That's what you've done all your life. Exactly. Wait for someone else to do it for you. So now that I'm in this spot, I'm like, no, I can do it myself. So if you make me food, I'm like, no, I can do it myself. I, I know it doesn't make any sense. I know no, it doesn't it make sense. it makes sense. It's just you're punishing yourself I know. in the process. I know. But I you're can't, like, you're like just in being, the moment. It's like Kelly versus Kelly. It Kelly versus the world. No, because no one's facing you. You're literally just facing yourself. But I feel when somebody else says, hey, you need to eat, it's me versus the world versus if I'm I know I know it does not make any sense. Does not make any sense. No, you're just stubborn. I'm so fucking stubborn. You're so fucking stubborn. I think that's what it is. Over certain things. Over certain little things. Yes. Yeah. They're never major things. They're just these little fucking things. Like the major things. I'm like, eh, whatever. I know. It's so confusing. I know. I'm not going to lie because I feel I'm like confusing how do you not care? And then you care about this fucking little thing that no one would ever care about. Because I don't I care understand about it because I care about it. It's so confusing. I don't know. I feel like when you go from a relationship that you have been told repeatedly over and over and over again that you are not good enough, you never will be good enough. Yeah. Nothing you've ever done is right and okay and like all those things and you're mentally abused every single day and then you get out into the real world and you're like the big things i'm like somebody else will take care of that but the small things that i can control that's the one those are the ones that i fixate on and that's why i'm so stubborn about those small things so like me not like me making sure that i eat it's my responsibility it's a it's a small thing for me to control well as your partner I know what my confusion is, is that like, cause you know, I, I really don't, I just bring food down and then you'll eat and you'll, or you don't eat. Yeah. I mean, and, literally she threw a string cheese at me the other day and I just ate it. Yeah. So like, cause I won't, I don't say the words. And so I'll let the time go by, but you're still not taking care of yourself. You're still not choosing to do it either because it's so not in it's, my zone. Oh, you're making so many fucking excuses. No, but that's seriously what it is. If I'm in my this own is zone, insane. if I'm in my own place in my own zone, and I'm 100. percent Why does that have to be I so much under? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well you. It's how I feel. And, okay, then you need to tell David all about that. Oh, we do. Okay. We talk about these because things because I would like you to tell me you just. <laughs> I told him. I told I him. Send you this clip. That's fine. You can you can send me the clip and I will send it to David and he can. David is my therapist. If you haven't guessed already, Um, I know it doesn't make sense. Like I say things and David's like, we're going to have to dive deeper into that. Well, because it's more confusion because it's like you're you're piling shit upon shit. So that way you don't even do the thing. I know. Believe me, I know that it sounds it's like you're, you're like putting, a crazy person. It, you're just putting obstacles in front of yourself so you don't succeed. That's what's happening. And it's just interesting to hear you say it. And it is self-sabotage at now. its finest. Yeah. At its fucking finest. Oh, I know finest. I have it. I know I have it. I am working through it one hour, one day at a time. That's all you can do. And that's I, I try to do as best as I can with where I'm yeah. at. Because mentally, up here, it's a fucking shitstorm. I'm sure. It's a fucking shitstorm every single day. Oh, you, Yeah, she amazes me. That's all I can say. And most of the time, I can't put it into words. Uh-uh. No. No, you cannot. Okay. So, back to Manjara. Back to the <laughs> questions that Melanie okay. has for me. So, you said in the beginning that you're close to maintenance. So, what is that one 
look like and what is the number that you're looking for? So I would like to be between 160 and 165. Okay. I think that is a good range for me. And I feel like if I, because my lowest weight was 141, not a good weight for me. Right. I look too skinny. I didn't like it. I, I'm, you didn't even feel good. I didn't feel good. Yeah. No. Um, I thought it was cool because I had hit that low number because the funny thing is I've always wanted to be 160. Don't know what the number had to do with anything, but I always wanted it. to be at 160. Yeah. And then I hit 150 and I was like, awesome. I lost 10 more pounds. Then I hit 141 and I was like, this is crazy. Like, I can't believe that I'm down this low. Yeah. I was so excited. But looking back, I was not at my ideal weight. And there's always a bounce back, right? Every time you hit your lowest, for the majority of people, you're going to bounce back 10 to 15 pounds. Correct. Which if you look at my lowest, bounce back 10 to 15 pounds, it's 160 or it's 155 and 160, right? right? It's mm -hmm. right in between there. But I think I could gain a little bit and be fine. So I'm good between 160, 165. And you're 166.9. 166.9. And you, how do you feel now? I feel good. Yeah. Like I literally, <laughs> this is kind of cool. Um, so I haven't been able to fit into my favorite Peter Pan shirt. Okay. In a very long time. Guess what's under this Disney sweater? Ooh, show it's it Peter off. Pan. It's Peter Pan. It it's fits. on. Yay. There you go. Peter Look Pan. at that. Because on the back, it says never grow up. Aww. And it's been my favorite. And I haven't been able to wear it. So it's, I feel good because I get up in the morning and I just do the things. Yeah. Like there's no, like I still have my hour of like coffee kind of downtime mm -hmm. but i feel good good like it's just a different feeling this time around because i was not in a good place back then it didn't matter what weight i was at i just wasn't just, in a good place yeah and now i'm doing therapy i worked with jamie for six months i've been diligently working at making myself a better person and an independent person yeah especially in the last like couple of months mm -hmm. it's made a huge difference you've done a lot of i would say a lot a lot a lot of mental work oh 100 yeah because mm -hmm. with your therapist and with jamie that's all mental work mm -hmm. so now i think that you're on this maintenance mode situation now you can focus on more like physical stuff correct like you can do the protein and, and do mm -hmm. some yoga yeah and then feel good yep because you already got all the other work done because you, I don't think, I think it'd be really hard for someone to try to do all that at once. Yeah. And I think that was the biggest thing that Jamie told me. Like yeah. when I worked with her, she was like, we're going to take it in steps. Yeah. And there was a reason why she said, I don't want you working out right now. Yeah. I don't it's want you doing soon. it. It's too soon. You're trying to figure out your where you are mentally. Mm. And you're just not at a place where you can fully give it your all. Right. Now, does that mean that I can't do anything physical? No, no, because we ran all over Disney World and I was fine. Yeah. And we went on tour for 27 mm -hmm. days and we walked our asses off while we were gone. Fuck ton. And same with New Orleans. And, you know, I'll stand there and do my stretching in your kitchen. And like, mm -hmm. so I'm getting closer to feeling like I'm in a space where I can feel good about myself. Yeah. I think that's key. You have to kind of be there first before you can allow everything else yeah. in. But I also don't think that it's just the Manjaro. I think I did a lot of work 
by myself. I did a lot of work with David and I've done a lot of work with Jamie. Right. And it was the trifecta that has gotten me to the place that I'm at now. Yeah. So, and I, well, I think Manjaro is really the weight loss section of it. Well, because but it no also offense, cleared out my brain. It did, but no offense with your therapy and Jamie, you, you were still gaining. Yes. So I, mean, I was getting the one that like solidified the actual weight loss. But I couldn't like my brain wasn't clear enough no. to make a habit out of those things. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say it's the tri- trifecta. I knew the things that David said. I knew the things that Jamie said. Yeah. But I couldn't put it into action. Right. Until I started Manjaro because it cleared out my brain enough that I could yeah. come up with a routine. So that's what I'm saying. Manjaro is like the key, key it, factor. It was like the... The, the last key to yeah, the, it's almost like the, the one that actually unlocks it. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I had the key in my hand, I knew what door it was, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get there until I had Manjaro. That's a great analogy. Yes. Yeah. Together we came up with it. Bam. Yes. Well, that was a weak ass. There we go. One more. That didn't feel good. Oh, ah, what is going on? Get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I think hand. it was the trifecta. Yeah. So that got me to this place. It wasn't one thing more than another. I think I needed all three working together simultaneously. Yeah. To get to a place where I feel happy about myself and I'm confident to know that when I wake up in the morning, I can make good decisions. Nice. And I have a clear enough brain that I can do all the things that I want to do and not feel like I'm not good enough. Yeah. Because that's a big key for you. Yeah. Are yeah. we my weight? we have learned. Yes. Is very much tied to my worth. Correct. And I feel like instead of trying to get down as low as I can, as fast as I can, Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, I didn't lose this week. Okay. That's fine. Oh, I didn't lose this week. Okay. It's fine. Like I knew that it was going to happen. Yeah. It'll eventually happen. And something else that I switched up in the last couple of weeks is we did a reaction video to where to inject. Oh, yes. And so I actually changed it to my thigh. Nice. And I have seen way more weight loss since switching it than I did doing into my my stomach. Right. So if you're if you guys are listening and you're kind of feeling like you're stalling out a little bit, just switch the area. Yeah, because. Some people There's like a several injection sites. You can yeah. Use. Go back yeah. and watch the reaction video because she explains it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did notice that also. Nice. In the last couple of weeks. But so this last prescription that I went to refill, mm-hmm. you always have to put in your weight. Right. And so I put in my weight and the doctor actually said, like, you are getting to the very close to a point where we will want to put you on maintenance mode. Yes. So she actually bumped me up to 10. Okay. So I started at 2.5, did 2.5, then I did 5, then I did 7.5, and then now I'm going to be on 10. Okay. And she literally said, like, after this, we will probably put you on maintenance mode. So it wasn't even me asking, it was them. Yeah, that's, I like, because that means they're watching your stuff, they're being thorough, Mm -hmm. and they're making sure you get to your maintenance, and then now we go, boom, maintenance. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I really liked that also, because it wasn't me saying, like, what weight do I stop at? Right. It was them. It was them saying like, hey, we're we're getting to your point where we need to have you on maintenance mode. So what is that? Like, is I don't it just know. The smallest or. Oh, you don't know. I so. have no idea. We have not discussed it yet. All right. So I figure that will be a discussion that I have once I have finished this next month mm-hmm. um, because I didn't have it for two weeks. It's kind of cool because I didn't have it for two weeks. I filled it 
finally filled it, but I was able to ask for a refill two weeks earlier. Uh, so now I can, if I need to wait a little bit, it should be on time. Nice. So nice. that was kind of nice. But um, yeah. so I still have two more weeks of the 7.5. Then I will do the 10. And then we will see what I, I, I feel like within the next couple of weeks, I'll be at what I want to be at. Okay. Yeah. I like it. So we're getting there. We're getting well, there. I think that's all the questions I have okay. about Manjaro. And your weight loss journey with that. Is there there anything off the wall? I was expecting like an off the wall question from you. Well, you didn't say like there was any fun side effects. I was hoping maybe like your butt might itch or (laughs) maybe you're passing a lot of gas now or Um, or maybe you're a little burpier. I I don't know. No, because I burp already because I drink the sparkling water. Okay. Um, Is there any hair that is randomly growing? I don't know. No. Like really, it has been the most easy medication I've ever been on because I've been on a lot of medications and the side effects suck. Yeah. But this like just feels like me. That's wild. It is. Yeah. It's like I finally. So you know how the universe puts you in certain paths. Yes. Puts you in certain ways. Yes. Which we learned in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. We got our tarot cards read by a drag queen. And it was fucking amazing and creepy all the same time. It was very. But creepy in a good way. Yeah. But I'm a lot of what she said really made me think back to like where I've been in the last you know, 18 years, 17 years, how like from the moment that I got with Cody to the moment that I am right now. Mm -hmm. And it was literally, she told me I'm on the right path. Yeah. So how can I, I I just feel like I'm getting, like I'm there, like I'm on the right path. And I don't think that I would be on the right path had it not been for having access to this medication. I think that's very accurate. From and watching you go through it, I think that's very telling. Right. And true. It's yeah. crazy the difference of mm-hmm. me just like I'm not as more as like frustrated either. Like I feel my like I'll get frustrated. Yeah. But then I'm like, who doesn't talk myself back down? That's good. Like I'm able to be like, it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> Why are we freaking out about this? Okay, Kelly, breathe. <laughs> Um, you can actually talk to yourself. You can talk to yourself because it's not full of like, when's the next time we get to eat? Yeah. I want to eat. When do we get to eat? What What am I going going to eat? eat? Yeah. Can I get away with eating this? Can I get away with eating this? I know I should prioritize protein, but maybe I shouldn't because I don't really want it. And then it's just the cycle that happens. I mean, you, you get it. Oh, been there. Yeah. Been there. Done that. Is there anything that, what are your tips? The last thing is. What is your tip for any weight loss or sorry, GLP ones, GLP ones. So Mm -hmm. with GLP ones, it doesn't matter which one you take. Like really, like if you can get on Wagovi, because I I think it's Wagovi that is um, FDA cleared for weight loss. If you can get on it, just get on it. It doesn't matter if you're going to be on Ozempic or Manjaro. If you're having an issue with that constant food talk, just try it out. It doesn't hurt to try it. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, also realize that you could have to be on it for the rest of your life. I think that's the key. Cause that's the key for me. Yeah. You don't want to be on it for the rest of your life. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, if it makes me feel like this, Mm -hmm. bring it on. Yeah. I will literally, I will, I will take this injection once a week for the rest of my life and I'm fine. Yeah. Because 
I have beat myself up so much over the la- over the course of my life that I'm not the right weight or I shouldn't be eating this or you're not enough or you've gained five pounds and what the fuck are you doing wrong? Like literally the self-talk. Mm-hmm. I, I will I will take a once a week injection over that self-talk any day. I think that's fair. Right. It's totally fair. Like, and, and, I, and I feel like just because it works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So yeah. just if you want to do it, do it. Don't take in what anybody else says, because I think there's a lot of haters out there because they don't understand Always. the medication. And all they're seeing is all these um, celebrities on it mm-hmm. that are dropping weight like crazy. And it's like, but that's not what it's meant for. It's meant for people with insulin resistance. And if you listen to the episode we recorded with Dr. Lydia Alexander. Yes. She pretty much confirmed that I have insulin resistance. Yeah, because 50% of people do. 50% Literally. of us do. And it kind of makes sense, guys. Like the way that Kelly acts and her brain works when it comes to sugar stuff is way different than mine. Yeah, it is. If we are very different people. And it's kind of interesting that like. We are together as a team because mm-hmm. literally it's night and day. Some it of the is. things. Yep. And that's one of them. Mm-hmm. I bet that I don't have an ins- insulin resistance. I, I bet you don't. So I really like when we were listening to her mm-hmm. and describing my life. Yeah. Like before she even knew my life, she described my life. And then yep. she's like, you probably have insulin resistance. Yeah. But my life was way different than yours when mm-hmm. it came to food. When it came to food. Yeah. Like you did use it to like mine was literally just a legit coping mechanism. Yeah, it was my friend. It was something that I could have that I know that would that would be there for me at mm-hmm. all times. And it wasn't just a certain foods. Mm-hmm. It was all, like any food, all, any food, all food was created equal yeah. <laughs> when it came to ingesting into my body. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. It's very different because Mm -hmm. like once I had the surgery, like I didn't have a regain like you did. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had very traumatic experiences, but I've always been able to like I learned the behavior. Melanie's on the behavior track. This is what Mm -hmm. we do. Like and I feel very fulfilled when I do all the behaviors. It makes me feel Mm -hmm. really like I got something done that day. But I think that also the biggest difference between us is that you feel very confident and comfortable in your skin. Yes. You feel great at the weight you're at now. And I felt that even at 300 pounds. And but I didn't realize like, oh, it could be better. Yeah. You leveled up. I leveled up because now I'm like, let's go. Yeah. You're good for whatever. And me, it was the moment I started regaining. Everything went downhill with my mindset. Yep. Yep. Because I do not feel comfortable. Yeah. It 100 percent took over. Yeah. Your brain. So I think that would be my biggest tips is just. Look into it if you're having an issue with it. And unfortunately, the insurance hasn't caught up with the rest of the world and they're still not covering most of this. So look into coupons, look into, you know, trying to figure it out in other ways. Like it's it's really frustrating that they haven't caught up with us, but this is where we're at. And they will. They will eventually. Like FDA clearance is I think they said is they're hoping for summer. Yeah. And then once they're FDA cleared, insurance will start covering it because it will be cleared for it's not off label. And they're going to make a fuck ton of money. Oh, yeah. So like fucking get it together. Insurance companies. I mean, my insurance company doesn't cover anything. So which is fucking stupid. And you pay literally off the market. I pay so much money for my insurance. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. How much I pay for my insurance and they don't cover anything bariatrics, nothing weight loss. 
It's so fucked. It is. It's, it's so super fucked. fucked. It's so fucked. Like, I get so angry every time I think about it because I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Come on, people. Well, they would save so much money. Yeah. They would save so much money if they would just cover basic things to get people healthy. I agreed. Because then you wouldn't have to be paying out for all this mm-hmm. insurance, like all these unnecessary surgeries, unnecessary medications, because it's easier to prescribe a pill than to get people healthy. That's true. That's true. All right, guys. All right. That concludes my first interview. That's right. How did it feel? It was weird. Was it? Yeah. (laughs) But you know, I like to talk about myself. So I know that's why I was like, this will be easy. This will be fine. Not a problem. This will be fine. She loves to talk people. I do. All right. Remember, go to YouTube. If you want to watch this video, hit Mm -hmm. the bell, hit subscribe. We're the only Arsley Life podcast. Yep. And get your tickets at jbyawards.com and go get that newsletter. It's at arsleylifepodcast.com because you get all the updates before anybody else and and you might get discounts in those newsletters. You just don't know. So wait for those. All right, guys. All right. We love you guys and we will see you next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcasts. And don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP for all your support needs. That's right. And we even have our own website. So go over to arslevipodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, get that free ebook, and then don't forget to get your merch. And also, we're on YouTube, guys. So type in our name, hit that bell, and hit subscribe, and you're going to see our lovely faces every single Tuesday. So thank you for listening to our sleep life podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.